Hello, we are back. Welcome to the Twisted Sisters. You have Samantha and Allie here. Yes, it's only been a year. I know. You know, I think uh, I've been a kind of a little bit of a hot mess of just like I'm off my routine. I wrecked my my uh, heel, so I've been able to work out. So I haven't worked out in like three weeks, really. Ugh. So I'm just like off on all perspectives. School started. Hayden's in like three different things. I just am all over the place. I feel like that, though, too. Fall market started. Kids went back to school. It was just like us trying to get our schedules to work yeah. out. You went on vacation. Yeah. I have house stuff going on. It yeah. was just, yeah. I don't know if you count my grandpa's 80th as a vacation, but it's it was It's a vacation. <laughs> I just, this is just a reality check for all of you that, like, even though we talk about all this stuff, that we still go through it, too. Yeah. We're living it. And, uh, yeah, we're in that. So we thought it'd be fun today to do like a little questionnaire so you guys can get to know both of us and just have kind of a fun little little podcast today. And I have no idea what these questions are, so it's going to be fun. <laughs> I should have like whipped out like an old like Vogue teen magazine or something <laughs> and we go through all those questions, remember? Yeah. The ones that, that you read about like... I used to wait at the mailbox for my... <laughs> Yeah. magazine to come in the mail top five things to make <laughs> yes, a man interested right, in you exactly Wear red lipstick yes. oh, okay. sit in front of my mirror every morning before school trying to get the perfect outfit and face on <laughs> who has time for that <laughs> shit anymore <laughs> thank god for filters exactly <laughs> okay so our first question diving into this episode what embarrasses the mo- what embarrasses you the most or what's been your most embarrassing moment oh gosh okay i have about a thousand of those (laughs) (laughs) are we talking about from high school or just any time any time so i guess the here's a funny one so i was um in my first apartment and i was outside in the parking lot and it had like a sidewalk like a walking trail by it and I was standing by my car, like getting stuff out of my car, I believe, and a pack of runners came through <laughs> the walking trail or the running path, apparently, and they one ran directly into me, and I knocked out onto the ground, like everything that I had in my hands went flying, and this whole pack of runners, there was like probably 30 of them stopped as I'm laying on the... <laughs> on the asphalt just knocked out and he picked me up quick and he's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I just remember everybody staring at me and I was like I didn't do this he did this like I was walking this pack of runners came through and then there were a million people outside the apartment just like all staring oh my gosh yeah Uh uh-huh this is hard because, like, I feel like it takes a lot to embarrass me. So I don't really, like, remember the moments. Usually I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> that kind of <laughs> happened. But we had, I was, um, I, this was in high school. I used to go run up and down our dirt road that we lived on. And we had a dog at the time. And all of this black lab. So we had, and she would come with me. And I ran down. And there's a farmhouse there. And this little baby cat came out. And it was super cute. And I'm like, oh, you know. And I'm like, and my dog, who, like, loves everything, she's, like, really backed off. And I'm like, what's your deal? Like, this is kind of weird. And she's, like, backing off. And she, like, wouldn't kind of come down. And I'm like, this is so cute. And then all of a sudden, this other little cat comes out. And it's like oh this is a cute cat too and then literally I started looking around and I was surrounded by cats like there was like 50 cats like all around me and I'm like oh and they just got gnarlier looking and gnarlier looking and I'm like oh my god they just sent the bait cat out for me like they sent the cute little kitten I was gonna ask was it even a cat (laughs) I was waiting for it to be a skunk or and I like they like baited me in and I like it was and they're all like like doing these weird meows and like I started to panic and I ended up like I was I had to like run out of them but like I couldn't it was really weird (laughs) and anyways I got to like my dog and I'm like run and we they literally chased us this herd of cats 
chased us down the road and I got home and I'm like panicked and my mom's like what happened I'm like you're not gonna believe this but for some (laughs) reason repeating that story was like they just died laughing of course everybody's there they're all here I'm like I got chased by this herd of cats they sent this cute little one out then I was like surrounded they were like missing eyes and tails and like I was like they were gonna eat me alive like legit you know and they're like they still don't let me live it down I'm like okay I was chased by the herd of cats I, yeah, and it's like just a farm right down the road. And they're like, we've never seen this herd of cats. I'm like, I swear to God that this happened. Tom O'Malley, the alley cat. Seriously. All right, all right. Next question. Who do you look up to the most and what qualities do you love about that person? Oh, gosh. You want me to answer first? Yeah. We can split up. I, the person I look up to the most, is you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> don't even. She's going to make me cry, and I don't cry. It is. Aww. You're so strong and, like, bubbly, and you just have a way of with people that you can just tell people just always feel so comfortable with you. Aww. And I just love your heart with people and, like, how you bless people and how you think about situations and – you just always have like open ears, just non-judgmental and beautiful inside and out. But you always make me want to be a better person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, now I want to say you. I'm over here like, uh, <laughs> who is my mentor? Who is? I know, right? <laughs> I would have to say, just to change things around. I would say probably my grandpa, my mom's dad. I didn't know him very well. So for me to look up to him, but I think with his, his mom passed away during childbirth with his sister. And um, I think he just went right into the Air Force when he, so his aunts raised him because his dad wasn't around. I think his dad had alcohol issues. And um, he went right in, he was the front of the fighter pilots and he was deaf really in one ear and lied for the testing and all that and I think like we wouldn't be here or in the situation that we're in if it wasn't for him and fighting for kind of his life and yeah. stuff so yeah that's pretty cool mm-hmm. that just shows it passes down through generations right right exactly all right what's your love language oh gosh um it it used to be words of affirmation I needed to hear it and it's funny how you actually change as you grow older and now it's acts of service yeah yeah I think mine is definitely acts of service in areas and then I don't know I love them all like at different times but Mm -hmm. I have kind of learned I'm like not a huge fan of the love languages and I like I know everybody loves them but I now that I'm not a huge fan of them but I think we Usually, if you look at what you're needing, it's where your childhood traumas are things that you've lacked in your life. Right. And so, like, we can look at other people to fulfill that. Um, And I do think, like, some things just naturally make you feel loved. Well, why? Because those are the areas that you lacked. Right. Usually kind of love in areas. But I do, do, like, notice that I filter through kind of all of them. Yeah. it is nice to get like a little gift or mm-hmm. like I feel like the one that I lack the most is probably words of affirmation, but I think I've done so much work in myself, but I do like words of affirmation. Too. And I think that's where when I wasn't doing the work on myself, I needed to hear it and yeah. constantly need that affirmation. Yeah, validation. Exactly. Yeah. And so now I'm like, well, I, I'm secure within myself. I don't need to spend quality time and words of effort. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I'm a full-grown right. independent woman. But if you want to come mop my floor, I will love you forever. <laughs> I know. It is nice. Yes. Um, okay. Next question. What is your biggest fear? I think it's my turn to answer. Yeah, go. I think my biggest fear is just losing more people that I love. I, in just death. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not scared to die myself. Like, it's not really a fear of mine. I'm always just like, well, when I go, I go. But I get scared of, like, my children or, like, my, you know, the day that, because we will. Like, we're just going to have losses. Yeah. But I do, I think I get fearful of, like, 
goodbyes are always still really hard for people and just your kids and for sure you know the safety and just all the things I think you just don't want to go back to the you are scared that you don't want to go back to the place that you were in when Matt passed yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah that devastation yeah for sure yeah that would be mine um birds (laughs) yeah I hate birds and I'm getting better as I grow older, I feel like, with, like, some of the smaller ones. But I watched this this stupid TikTok last night before I went to bed. Or maybe it was this morning early when it was, like, still dark out. And this parrot cock, I don't even know what it was called. It was, like, saying, Alexa, put in the pulled pork. And I was, this lady kept wondering why she kept having pulled pork on her grocery list. It was because her bird kept telling Alexa to put the pulled pork on the list. And I'm like, how can they talk? Like, <laughs> This is how can they? I know they mimic and they, but they're just creepy AF. Like, <laughs> everybody's just like, oh, sure, I'm just gonna have this burden. It's just gonna repeat everything that I like. They can talk. What, like, what? <laughs> they're dinosaurs. It's like they're. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. <laughs> the, the what goes on in Ellie's brain. <laughs> you felt the most proud or what it just says or when have you felt the most proud sorry I'm not reading this right (laughs) (laughs) I can't read Mm -hmm. um when have I felt the most proud I think when I left my abusive relationship with Everett's father um I think it was very uplift and I didn't feel it maybe in that moment, but I think just having like looking at him now and like that's my proudest moment is getting him and me out of that toxic life. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a good one. Oh, my most proud moment. I would say, um, I think when like I when I like made it through the pregnancy with like Lorelai and stuff, like obviously I'm really proud that I had my son and same thing, right? Like you got through those situations. Right. But like with her, it was like, I was fighting for my life every day. Yeah. Even up to the day when I had her, like I just lost so much blood. She got, I mean, it was just wild and crazy ride. And so that I just remember like, being like I did it you I made it, it yeah through. and she's here and, and you're she's both healthy, healthy. yeah neither of us came out with any long-term effects mm-hmm. like it's crazy to think about but yeah I would say that was probably one of my most recent ones of like I I did it like I look back at that moment and I'm always like I could cry I'm like I did it you did like I did it mm-hmm. all right okay we're getting on what is your earliest childhood memory? Um, Mexico. I was probably like four. And maybe it's from looking. I feel like we always like I look at pic- back at pictures and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But is it like do I just remember the picture that I looked at story. for the whole my whole life? And my mom's just kind of like put it into my head like, well, this is the first time we went to Mexico. But I just remember having um this red dress on and I remember it was like a tie back one because I think it was made in Mexico like one of the cute little boutiques and I just remember my like side armpit like falling out of it and I remember crying like my boobs are showing my boobs are showing and it wasn't my boobs it was my armpits (laughs) armpit fat (laughs) that's funny Mm -hmm. I like remember living in an apartment my mom had this apartment with two other women and um but I remember this apartment we lived in San Diego after her and my dad had split but I was like really young I but I remember swimming in the pool and like I think I don't even think I was really old enough to even swim but I was but I my mom says that I learned to swim when I was like eight months or something wild like that I believe it like yeah you just started swimming and I don't remember learning how to swim. So Why like, weren't you in the Olympics? Because I've got small hands and small feet, and I sink <laughs> like a rock with my ass. <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> um, 
But I'm like, but I, but I like kind of the same thing. I'm like, do I remember that? Cause you told me that story, but I'm like, I clear, like, I still remember the pool. I remember getting like 10 cent tacos at Taco Bell. Like, I, I don't know why, but I think that's like my earliest memory of like before just yeah. when I look back, it's kind of weird, mm-hmm. but you do wonder, you're like, are these stories that you put together? But I think I picture like, there wasn't a picture of the Do you pool. remember getting, thr- like, my dad, so my biological father is, like, six foot seven. I know I'm, like, five foot one. Here I come. But, so he's six foot seven. He used to throw me up into the air. Do you remember getting thrown up into the, like, I used to feel like I went to, the, like, the, the cloud. Moon. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, and that's what he used to say. I'm going to throw you right to the moon. And he'd throw me up. And I was like, I'm going to the moon. I don't remember getting thrown up. I no? remember getting thrown in. <laughs> Mostly by my brother. Okay. And drowned constantly. I didn't he grow up with brothers. He would pull me by my feet <laughs> under the water. So I'd be like face up. And he'd pull me by my feet under my water oh. like where I couldn't breathe. All the water would go up my nose. Like I was constantly like almost God knew I wouldn't have not been able to handle a brother. But God knew <laughs> it would give her boys because I'm bigger than you and I will beat you up. Like. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, when you can't sleep, what keeps you up at night? everything no I think work people being homeless I think that's my biggest fear is I'm gonna have to move a family into my house with me because we can't find them a house (laughs) um we've I've gotten creative I've never had anybody homeless but um I think just yeah that's a big one um mine is like something dumb I probably said like five years ago in a conversation that I like never got over or like (laughs) we were at uh bike night this week on Wednesday and they were giving out these free jackets and I'm like trying like they have these small ones I'm trying them on because everybody's like oh they work on you and I took my sweatshirt off I took it off like three times but I put it back on I put it on backwards you know and you know but like there's this comment this stupid drunk guy said right and he's like she's hot but she's not the brightest bulb Uh, and I just like it sits with you yeah like those things sit with me even though I'm kind of like f you dude like I'm gonna poke you and you're gonna fall over but like you know it was like the one time I do but like that's just me though like normally I'm like my shirt like I just you just don't run it on but I was like those are the things that I think about of like God, why did I say that? Or why did I do that? Or like, I think that's just, but I think that thought, like that's one of our biggest fears because we're curvy and whatever. Like we've always been looked at, viewed as like a sex toy or whatever the case may be. But it's more like, I feel like when people make comments that I'm dumb, I get pissed because I'm like, you don't even know how smart I am, (laughs) motherfucker. Like, like, (laughs) you want to have a conversation right now about quantum physics? Let's do this. Shit. I got you. Yes. I know. Yeah, that's what I am. Um, next question. Do you believe in soulmates? I believe I'll start this yes. one. Yes. I believe we have multiple soulmates. I think we have people throughout our lives that help us get to the next place in our life. I think there does like I think there comes a point where the person you're with, like you can choose to grow together or sometimes you grow apart. But I do think that we, I mean, there's how many people in this world. I think that you can connect, you have connections yeah. with multiple people. Yeah, I agree. Um, do I believe in soulmates? Like you said, like the multiple thing, yes. I think we're, I like the past life thing where we're like tied, to, like we've been in, we've been like sisters or yeah. we've been, we're not real sisters, even though people think we are. Um, but like you were my mom or yeah. you were whatever, like I believe in that. Yeah. I think like there are people that you meet throughout your life that you just have a spiritual connection yes. with. Like you just connect on a different level mm-hmm. of like a soul and you're like, you just know each other before you even know each yes. other. I think that those are cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes in all forms. Like you said, friendships, um, you know, husbands, wives, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the worst date you've ever been on? <laughs> okay, you want to hear a really funny story? I've been dated a lot, but um, I've been more of a relationship person (laughs) so in high school 
Um, I asked my girlfriend, Jody, I know you're listening, for this guy's number, and I'm not going to say who it is. And we, I was texting him, and he's like, oh my god, I can't believe you're going to go on a date with me. Like, this is so exciting, and I'll pick you up, and blah, blah, blah. And so he pulls up, and it's not the guy. <laughs> she had given me a, a like a super big nerd geek guy's number. And he pulled up to my house and I was like, oh, f- shit. She, and I text her and I'm like, did you give me so-and-so's number? She's like, oh my God, I gave you this guy. And I go, were you trying to sabotage me? And I feel, and I text and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sick. And I still sit with that today. Like I, that was my big bitch moment oh, yeah. of life. Like, like I, he was really looking yes, forward to that. Yes, and I like crushed him. <laughs> And I'm sorry. If you're listening, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know. Like, now I look back and I should have just went on the date with him. But I was like, social suicide as what what movie is that from? Mean Mean Girls? Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. I, where do I start on my worst dates? I, <laughs> I feel like there's a plethora of them. I don't even know. They all blend together. I, I think that last one, I didn't even go on the date with the guy. Like, remember yeah. it was like, he like asked me out multiple times and was like, I really want to take you out and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. And my schedule is busy, but I was like, Finally, I had a day open up, and I was like, "Let's do this. You wanna go do something?" And he's like, "Yeah. Where do you? What do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Okay." And I started like planning the whole day. Yes. Red flag number one. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Well, where do you want to go to eat?" And I'm like, "Chow Bella is one of my favorite restaurants." So I was like, "Let's do Chow Bella." And he's like, "That's like a thirty-minute drive for me." And I go, "I thought he was joking. Like, <laughs> is that a joke?" And he's like, "No." And I was like oh okay well so do you need somewhere closer and he's like well yeah like why don't you just like just want me to cook for you and I was like no I don't want to Netflix and chill I I don't get time out like you know this about me we've kind of been chatting for a week or whatever like you know this about me like I don't get a lot of and when I do like I want to go out and eat and have an experience and he's like well all right then and then I don't remember what the next thing was. It was like, oh, prior to that, he'd given me like three options to choose. Forgot the, and I was just like, I finally, like we had picked, he'd like, we came across place and then I just texted him. I was like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. Like I'm planning this whole date. I think we're on two different pages. Like, nope, I'm good. And if you really want to get real with me here, it's more than a half hour from my house. So if you won't drive there, oh, that's ex- I didn't you won't drive to my to house. Him. Like, there yeah. were so many aspects to it. I was like, <laughs> you got the wrong girl to Netflix and chill. Like, <laughs> right. Sorry. Maybe buddy. if you would have been upfront about it, it would have been a different <laughs> story. I feel like we talked about that on here one time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think that was like the worst date. I, I feel like there's definitely more. I just can't think about it right now. I think I've just blocked them all out. Yeah. I block them in my contacts and then I block you out. (laughs) Black out. (laughs) I love though that you were like open to all of that. Like, okay, yep, yep, yep. I'm such a chicken shit that I'm like, nope, nope, (laughs) nope. Like I am so freaking, and I'm not even that picky, but I am kind of picky, but I'm just like, and you're picky. I'm not saying yeah. you're not. It was more just no, like. I actually just really enjoyed a dating. I actually yeah. enjoy dating. You, I went on some actually really good right, dates though for a while there. Like mm-hmm. I was surprised. I feel like a lot of my worst dates were like back in my twenties, but like I went on some really good dates. Like the guys were really awesome. They had great resumes. I mean, if you're looking at that, like they were yeah, handsome. They like, were. It was fun. I was living vicariously. I was through always her. just like, yeah, I don't feel it. Like right. there was just never that. But I love that spark. you. I think that's why I don't. Also, is because I'm like I have to tell them that I don't. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. St- I'm gonna have to marry them because I'm gonna be. St- <laughs> you're gonna be married to like five. Right. That's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. What is considered your ultimate comfort food? Potatoes. Oh, my God. We were just talking about potatoes the other day. Were you? Yeah. I was literally, I go, I just love potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) This is is what the guy that I 
currently dating. And Ooh, I'm like, did you hear that? <laughs> um, that's my amazing date conversations. I just love potatoes. Uh, but I was like, had mashed potatoes, like oh, yeah. all, the potatoes, all the potatoes, like French fries, uh-huh. like baked potato. Uh-huh. Like, I know potatoes are so underrated yet so good. They're so good. They're so horrible for you. Potato but chips, notice how that is the one question vodka. that I just like, you were like, what's your comfort? I'm like, potatoes. <laughs> I laugh because it's like, I literally was just talking about it's it. It's so easy to make. Potatoes you can just and get cheese, instant. potatoes and gravy. <laughs> and you put all the stuff on the potatoes yes. and it's still really good. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Allie's having a bad day. It's zebra cakes and a famous bowl say, from what about the- KFC. KFC. Oh, I haven't had one of those in years. Yeah, I just made homemade ones at our mm, house. That was good. That sounds yummy. Yeah, there's a lot of good recipes on Pinterest for them. What is your favorite thing you own and why? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is <laughs> and i got hit you guys this is bullshit i go help my mother at the chart house helping her waitress horseshit. yes and i come out and some old lady backed into me she hit and run i could see her on the camera but i couldn't see her license plate so yeah it's not that bad but it's still like i have a thousand dollar deductible so now there goes a thousand bucks i still have white marks on the left side the oh. back left side where somebody's side's white me there too yeah that's a bummer i know mm, favorite thing i own would be favorite thing i own favorite thing I own um I really like all my clothes <laughs> I you really gotta choose one. Oh, I can't <laughs> um favorite thing I own I don't know I mean I really like my car too I guess yeah but I, I really like my clothes I I'm like a my bed. Whore. <laughs> I love my yeah. swimsuits. You are. Although I don't wear them very often, I just like to have <laughs> she them. She collects them. <laughs> yeah. And this says in her head, well, someday. <laughs> and sunglasses. I have a plethora of sunglasses. Yeah, so too. do I. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know. That's a tough one for me. <laughs> um, would you rather order in or eat out? Eat out. Same. I don't want to do dishes. Nope. I don't want to. I just, I just like that. Op- there's options for you. Yep. If I have too wide of an imagination, I want all the things and yep. I can't decide, then I just don't make anything. Mm-hmm. And um, I like when they serve you wine with your meal. Yeah. <laughs> I like bread. I like the app. That's why we're soulmates. I know. <laughs> you want to go eat after this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if money was Potatoes. no object, what would you buy? Houses. <laughs> i want it my my like biggest goal if i like won the lottery and that's probably a question on there i just ruined it but i would buy up like the cute all the cute rundown like victorian houses and i would fix them all up yeah yeah i'd buy a private jet would you yeah good i have houses <laughs> I you have, have the jet. jet we can fly to them perfect <laughs> <laughs> definitely would um what book has impacted you the most oh this is a good one I like this mm, question. yeah there's been so many um you want me to go first yeah i gotta think about it so when i had hayden i had no clue how i wanted to parent and i remember like i just he it was after i'd had him like we were kind of you know he's hitting that two age and i just was like you know i love my parents but it was like there's things that they did that i wasn't quite like that I don't want to do you know for myself there was things that I saw my friends parents do that you know were cool but at the other side there was things I didn't like and I just didn't quite know how I wanted to parent or discipline like I didn't want to discipline out of fear I wanted to discipline in a softer manner but I didn't also want to be like the best friend and the like pushover parent either who has no boundaries and has no regulations for my kid. So um, I had a girl, she suggested the book. It's called Boundaries by Cloud and Townsend, and it's a faith-based book. And 
I started reading this book and it goes into the psychology of people and the psychology of your kids and birth order and um, just all the things that you don't think about, but there really is a psychology background in how you are dispositioned and made. And um, I learned a lot in this book on how to give your child choices, how we identify as our mom, I think up until, I think he said like six months or it's like three months and then you start to identify as yourself. And that's why like toddlers go through such um, the toddler phase because they're starting to learn control in their lives. And it was a hard thing. I'm like, I don't want to be yelling at my kid all the time. I don't want to feel like, I want to understand what my kid needs and I don't want to parent him to be just like me either right. like I want to encourage him to be himself and so this book just really dug into psychology of it all and it was so interesting to me and it stuck with me forever like this the things I've learned in this book have literally impacted my relationships all around the board and understanding people and the biggest thing I think I learned from it is that like we all have different things we're sensitive to like one kid you could yell at and it could really really affect them right and another kid you could yell at them all day but they it goes in one ear and not mm-hmm. the other. But if you, you know, grab them, then that can scar them. Or there's just we all have different triggers in that way. And Hayden was definitely one where, um, if I raised my voice, it would. And I'm like that though too. I am so too. I get that. And then, but you could you could push me. You could do that. I mean, I would have been like whatever. But if you yell at me in a tone of voice, then I'm like, uh, yeah, freeze. Mm-hmm. But. That book really changed my whole perspective on how I parented, how I was a friend, understanding people around me, and even just in my work and my career and learning people and where they were, you know, were they the oldest, were they the youngest, right. what kind mm-hmm. of, uh, just all of it. But yeah, that was and a then really you get long like answer. To the blend. Well, that's because Allie ran out of the room because she couldn't remember what the book was called. <laughs> that impacted me so much. I can't even remember the name of it. <laughs> Well, these are kind of being sprung. I mean, I didn't read any of these questions. I like swapped through them, but I didn't want to read them. them. Yeah. So So there was one and I I can't even remember the name of it. It's a thousand splendid suns or something. I'm going to botch it. The eyes of a thousand splendid suns. Anyways, it was about um, a woman through the woman's eyes over in Afghanistan. And just it really impacted me to know that we are here and we are free and then I read this other one from the they went across like a river in Laos and had to swim across this river and just how we really have it easy here and take advantage of it and build that dream and they all I just think every time I meet somebody who comes to America we kind of take it for granted sometimes but they come and they're like this is the dream this is, yeah so it makes you stop and think and remember mm-hmm. i went on a missions trip when i was in high school to uh, haiti and that trip really impacted me in those ways i remember like coming back and being like um i don't need anything like i just want to get rid of right. all of my yeah. stuff i was like i feel so selfish mm-hmm. i feel but i think as a teenager it was a aha moment of like you are selfish and i think we should send all do, teenagers like, to go do you that are in like uh, it, it just helped me recognize a lot of things i just remember the kids they had no shoes on they they were just happy they were genuinely ultimately eating happy. mud cookies. They weren't mad that they didn't get something from the store or anything like that. Like they were just like incredibly happy to sing songs with us. And it was one of the most impactful trips ever. And I remember I climbed up this mountain and we had a break. We were building a school and we had a break and I'm, I had this group of kids and they wanted to bring me up to the top of this hill. And it was like all rock basically. And we're going up and we're, they're teaching me songs in Creole and we're singing and we were coming down, but she literally had to like surf down the, the hill. Like it was all rock. We're surfing and we'd stop and then we'd go again and we'd stop. And then all of a sudden I was like, what are we stopping for? And I looked down and the reason we were stopping and it didn't click was the kids don't have shoes and they were stopping to pull prickers out of their feet that they were getting as they were sliding down this mountain singing laughing (laughs) so they would stop pull these thorns basically out of their feet and then they'd be like let's go again and I just remember like that moment of 
oh my gosh, like these kids are incredible. Mm -hmm. And like I gave this one girl my shoes. And so then I went down and like, of course I got prickers and I was like, this freaking hurts, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Right. But it was like, yeah, but it was just one of those things of you, you really don't recognize it until you're out of it yeah. and it's a moment though that I'm always forever grateful for. absolutely and like I'm so glad I got to do that I was supposed to go on a second one but my dad passed away and we were supposed to leave the day after I got back from his funeral and I was like or no I would have flown in from his funeral we I would have like met them at the airport and I just I wasn't emotionally there well yeah so I raised all this money but I got to donate my trip to somebody and good bless somebody with yeah. that I'll always remember that I'm, what is your most hated chore and why? The dishes. Laundry. (laughs) (laughs) I hate laundry. I hate it. It never ends. It's never done. Dishes don't end either. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. I, my, I don't mind switching it from the washer to the dryer, which I still suck at. Um, (laughs) So do I. It's the putting away part. It'll all sit folded on my floor in areas and I'm like oh like it's just the last step but yeah. I don't want to do it and I feel like we all have so much that it doesn't even fit in our drawers and closets half the time anyways right <laughs> I know we need to go First to Haiti yeah exactly um what is your favorite holiday and why mm, Easter really yeah is it because of the candy I just like the pa- I like the decorating oh. and the pastel colors and oh. mm-hmm, spring's coming, which means summer's coming. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, I don't know. It's kind of a tough one for me. I always like the 4th of July. I love the 4th of July forever, but now I don't really care about it. I mean, it's fun, but I really enjoy Christmas. I would say Christmas is like that time. I like the 4th because, you know, like there's no responsibility yeah with it. that's you why i like get easter to go have fun and do like all get the your things. cute if it doesn't fit in a basket you're not getting it <laughs> yeah but i think i just love christmas now because it's just these the traditions i've had we've had forever and i really enjoy getting to um i don't know buy gifts for people yeah. i really like getting gifts yeah. for people and doing that when i take the time and sit down and do it for sure I really enjoy it christmas is i love christmas it's just really stressful for me i think because we we have so much family that's just like, oh, now we got to go here. We got to go to this person's house yeah. and do this. And so last year we just were like, we're going to Florida. Yeah. And so I like that. Yeah. I I did that. I mean, Hayden would uh, – we did that for Thanksgiving. Hayden would um, – like every other year we were going – we would go visit my grandparents mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. We would always travel on Thanksgiving and go somewhere else because why not? Right. I think the magic just goes away as your kids get older and it just isn't really the same. If you had to live in another time period, what would you choose? I'd choose the 1920s. Yeah. I'd be a Gatsby girl for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good book. That's another good book. Ooh, I don't know. I think... I don't even know. I'm a 70s baby. I was going to say, you're like a flower child. I know. I feel like more... But I, I liked that that era, though, too, the 1920s. Yeah. Like, I'm always drawn to that. Like, it just looks so much fun. I just wish everybody still dressed up. Like, I feel like life, we dress up. I thought up you were going to say Victorian era or something. Yeah, I, I could see that, too, for sure. But, but I feel like if you look at, like, what the times were like, there's still so much. I like, mean, how much fun would it be to, like, go to the speak easy and drink underground i know that's what i mean it was like so much fun i know like feathers Which and boas and pearls right? and the, mm-hmm. uh, all the dangly stuff um if you were an and oh we already did that in one of them huh what's your number one karaoke song did you ever sing karaoke I, it's on my bucket. I, I used to sing karaoke when I was little. I had a karaoke machine and I would belt out the Annie soundtrack. <laughs> I had like five other songs like mountain music, my poor parents. But um, if oh, I had. Oh, some mountain music. That one? Yes. <laughs> it only had like four songs on the CD. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. Um, I don't know. Probably 
like a virgin <laughs> madonna yeah oh, yeah um my number one every time we sing i always like we always sing in a group but i'm always like we have to pick a crowd favorite like yeah. journey like don't stop believing yeah. or you, i always think like you got to do one like that so that when you suck everybody else is yeah. still singing and it's more of like the energy you bring mm-hmm. into it so that's always like my my go-to of like we got to pick a high energetic like song that everybody knows like when you're at a wedding that everybody's on the dance yeah. floor singing i love that you say that because i'm the total i would pick like one that nobody ever be like, i'd be like cameron diaz and my best friend's <laughs> wedding where she's like remember when she oh, sings yeah. that and she's horrible that would be me except i think i would have to like put on a show like <laughs> like a bird <laughs> the whole room gets silent yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's Allie's most embarrassing moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> What was your first concert you ever went to? Spice Girls. Really? Yeah. Kathy Coffee. She was on it for my, it was like my birthday present. I got to bring Jill, my sister, and then my two neighborhood friends. And it was like. How old were you? Nine, maybe. Oh, really? She was rocking it. That was, yeah, she won that one. I will never forget that concert. Was that a fun one? Oh my gosh, so much fun. Um, so I was obsessed with like Martina McBride and stuff when I was little, like I always had her tape and I would always do like things, but, um, we lived in Tennessee yeah. and my mom brought me to her concert, <sighs> surprised me with it. And I mean, at the Grand Ole Opry and we were like in the third row Oh my and gosh. she like looked at me and like sang to me and pointed to me and I still have my <laughs> concert shirt. Do you? I do. I <laughs> love with that. With like her face <laughs> and it was like rainy and icky out and we like went puddle stomping that day. Cute. I think I was like six okay. or seven Aww. but I remember like that was like I, got, well, I remember when I was like she looked at me <laughs> she saw me you know and I was like singing every word. But yeah, she that was a special special concert. I just brought Hayden to his first concert, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> boys are different. <laughs> but I wanted to go to the concert, and I asked him to go with me. And then he's like, "Well, can I bring a friend?" So I got ditched. You did. So then he brought a friend, <laughs> and I got ditched. I've never brought. Now I feel like I'm not like. I feel like concerts were different when we were younger, but maybe they're still a huge thing. Maybe I'm just not giving my kids the experiences they need to. There's like smaller venues. Like you don't have yeah. to bring them to the Excel and I'm stuff. I'm just a chicken shit now. I always think something bad's going to happen. If you think that, it's going to happen. I know. What is your skincare routine? Um, whatever I have on hand. I can vouch for that. That's legit how it is. <laughs> when I shower here, it's like, what's shampoo? Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> this will work. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I always have moisturizer, but. <laughs> I use Cetaphil. I used, so I was a medical esthetician. I had all of the like crazy expensive products. And don't get me wrong. They're great. But I don't know. I found what worked best for me was just Cetaphil and I use um organic 100% olive oil on my face and my chest and I have like some Cetaphil moisturizers too but I just wash my face every night wash it every morning and I'm a big fan of like moisturizing yeah yeah I do the olive oil thing too Mm -hmm. vitamin E yep Mm, I don't know pretty simple I have Cetaphil too that's what yeah. I typically use or whatever my facial lady gives me for samples <laughs> that I right, use. Right, exactly. I did get those little pads from her that like exfoliate. Yes, like that. I have those too. What flavor of ice cream best represents your personality? Um, Definitely sea salt. Oh, oh, my personality. Oh. Oh, no. Probably orange sherbet. Oh, my God. I was going to say rainbow sherbet. <laughs> If I had to pick, though, it would be sea salt caramel. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I was going to say rainbow sherbet. <laughs> you don't know what color you're getting with me. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next question. Um, what's the last song you listened to? You go first. I know mine. 
What did I listen to on the way here? Oh, I was, uh, uh, Whitney Houston was on. <laughs> uh, sending all my love. Oh, that's a good one. Or saving. Saving yes. all my love for you. I don't well, know why it I came I knew on. what you meant. <laughs> sending, saving, same thing. Mine was Everything by Fleetwood Mac. Aww. It was That's because it's a new commercial. And I was like, I love that song. So now I've been listening to it on replay everywhere I drive till I get sick of it. AKA symptom of being ADHD. Yep, pretty much. All right. Should we do one last question? Yeah. Let's make it a good one. Or do you have a question? I don't. Hmm. I don't know, guys. I'm trying to look here. Um, what's the most loved you've ever felt? Um, <laughs> why do you have to pick that one? I gotta get like mushy gushy. We'll do another one. <laughs> No, I was going to say, you you go first. What's the most love I've ever felt? I would say when, I mean, obviously becoming a mother, that's a whole different love you've never experienced. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more of a love that you didn't know you had for somebody. Yeah. Um, I think the most love I've ever felt was after Matt passed, just the amount of people strangers um people that i barely knew people that i've known forever just the outpouring and it wasn't i know a lot of people have experienced losses and people are usually there for like the first little bit and then everybody kind of goes away and that that really wasn't my experience i i mean it was part of it but i had people i still have people reaching out checking in on me talking to me like just an outpouring of love and gifts for my kids and um, like sentimental things and just people showed up at times when I was incapable of it and I I like often I'm like I don't know how I can ever repay anybody back yeah. but I would say that was probably even though I wasn't able to accept it all at the time it is still shows me love to this day mm -hmm. yeah for sure no, that's a good one. I don't have like a, a moment or anything. I think it's just more like if I have like a a spaz attack or something like that <laughs> or I panic like I just did today about my roof color. <laughs> I thought they sent the wrong shingles. But I think it's just more knowing like that confirmation that I can be my full self and I still have people around me that love me and they I don't scare anybody away. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that the truth? That is a fear, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm going through that. <laughs> mm, should we do one more? Yes. What does friendship mean to you? Like I just explained, I can have a spaz attack and oh, yeah. people still... Let's do a different one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's the same answer. I think like when that day you came over... And saw me when my car got hit. I just had like a bunch of tower moments going on. And I was just a complete bitch. And everybody was just like, it's okay, Allie. Like, you can be a bitch. <laughs> I was like, wow. Every why does everybody love me? <laughs> Thanks for being my friends. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is true when you're like in those places. I think normally you hide in those moments. Yeah. And sometimes when you don't have the ability to. No, she just showed up at my house and I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I know, like took the kids, did the stuff. Yes, I was thankful for it. Um, what does your dream vacation look like? Mm. My dream vacation. I don't know. I have so many. I would go back to Europe, definitely, and do the parts that I didn't get a chance to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I've always wanted to go. Uh, there's this place in the Dominican that has these tree, like, four really kind of cool room hotel thing. It's not a hotel, but it's like a tree. The 
the rooms you stay in are in like trees but they're beautiful and like all built out and they have like nets and stuff yeah but you can like go there and you stay there but then you can like hike to the waterfall and there's like a beach that you can go to and you can hike and i don't has all these things you can do but i would say like my dream vacation would be more on the adventurous side of like going to africa doing a safari getting out anything in nature really i love that about you anything just don't invite me i think like i just enjoy that i like not planning but a little bit of a plan yeah i don't like having a goal have to be planned out like i want i like finding the place and then just kind of going with it. exploring yeah my dream vacation would be like give me a month and i get to just hot like hop have one destination and then maybe like an end that i'm looking at and then just go perfect mines i want to look at all the wildlife i want to look at the mountains the swiss alps and all that but i want to be sitting in a beautiful restaurant Shalai. while i'm <laughs> while i'm staring at it. <laughs> I love it well what are some things you're working on this week as we end here hmm. i have been doing my 2022 taxes and getting all my receipts scanned into my quickbooks isn't that Fun. exciting it is it's very exciting <laughs> I went on a cleaning spree. I passed a kidney stone on Tuesday, so that was fun. But I didn't have to go to the ER, everybody. That's awesome. But it's been just kind of, I feel like I've been off, I would say, the last week since like last Friday. I was supposed to go to a wedding. I messed up the times. Thought it was at four, started at three. (laughs) We got there at the end. I mean, it was just a whole thing. But um, I feel like I was just a little off and like, I don't know if my anxiety or just my body whatever but I feel like I'm finally kind of getting back on schedule here I'm excited this next week to get back to my workout routine hopefully my heel finishes healing up and um, I've got some good like meetings coming and some good things and I kind of feel like I'm coming back to myself again yeah I agree. I think it's a lot like we've talked about the kids going back to school, then you hurt your heel. I've been kind of in the same boat where I've just been organized. Like I love when the kids go back to school because I just open up all the closets and all the things and I'm just like, all right, throwing out all the crap that they don't know I'm throwing away. Yeah. And And in silence. Yeah, exactly. Huge. Put my little show on and Handmaid's Tale. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But they just wanted to bring you guys along and kind of catch up with yeah. everybody. And I know we've been a little, but that's just life. That's us. And we try to be real. Huh? Yeah, we have some cool guests coming on in the next couple of weeks here. And yeah. Yeah. Getting back on track. It's going to be good. Thanks for listening, you guys. Stay twisted.